Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on this glorious, glorious Tuesday. This Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Woo, glory to God, y'all. I'm so excited as usual, but anyway, uh, extra excitement. This week, I have a paid week off for Thanksgiving break. Thank you, Lord. That is one of the perks of being an educator, and I thank the Lord for it. But anyway, y'all, I'm not going to uh, go through a lot of, you know, preliminaries today because I want to get straight in on what I have to say, and God has really been dealing with me with this wisdom, and we've been dealing with it in our Sunday school lessons, but I'm like, this is something that we all need and we all must have because y'all, this world is a mess. This world is a mess. The God of this world have blinded so many people's eyes. And if you don't want to be one of those, you, me, we all need to take hold to wisdom. And so on today, on today, my topic is let wisdom speak Again, let wisdom speak. Let the ungodly keep silent. Let wisdom speak. Let the ungodly keep silent. Because like I keep saying, y'all, I am sick. I am tired of seeing and hearing the ungodly on social media, in our music, and so many other avenues, avenues, news, the movies, the teacher, I just seen like a movie for children that's coming out and one of the characters is gay. And I, I cannot remember what this exact movie is, but I just seen it is coming out and one of the characters is gay. And I'm like, really? Like they're trying to feed this to our children, but yet you got some church folk that want to be silent about these things. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. If you watch my video, thank you so much. If you taking heed to what I'm saying from God, thank you. Because you're going to save your life and your children's life from hell. But it's like, why? Why should we be silent when the world is showing our children what is wrong according to the word of God? No. Don't let your children go and see these movies where you know one of the characters is openly gay. Don't do it. Like, no, we need not to, as saints of God, let our children get a hold to these things. Now, yes, we as saints of God need to be telling our children that, hey, you was born a boy. You was born a boy and you supposed to like girls. That is how God made it. Your body part is made exactly for a girl, not for another boy. God made you a boy. You're a boy. You can't change that you're a boy. Be happy that God made you a boy. And you are to like girls, not other boys. Absolutely not. You don't suppose, when I say like, I mean sexually attracted. You don't suppose to be sexually attracted to a boy if you're a boy. And we have to teach and train our children these things. So let the ungodly keep silent. And I'm talking about in your life because, listen, of course, they're going to keep talking to Jesus come back. 
but you got to silence them in your life and in your children's lives. Do not let them knowingly get a hold to this garbage. No, absolutely not. And so anyway, let wisdom speak and let the ungodly keep silent because they're trying to knock kids that this is okay. They're trying to bring it in to them while they're young. So when they get my age or a little, you know, 20s, 18, they're going to think, hey, this is the norm. It's okay for two men to be together. It's okay for two women to be together. It's okay for me to like boys and girls. See, this is why they're bringing it into them because it's easier to conform. It's easier to teach and train a young person than an old person. They know I'm not going. I, I, I've been trained in this holy way by the word of God. I, I, I have a relationship with God for myself. And so I'm not going. My mind is not changing. But they, if they can grasp these little children while they're in school through these movies and all of this stuff, then hey, they got them. And again, they're going to think it's normal. They're going to think it's normal. And they're going to keep, they're going to think it's normal. Then we're going to look up and we're going to have a lot of our government gay or lesbian no and see it's already happening because we already have some people in offices that are like this do i hate them no i don't but no they the people that is on these platforms that are gay or lesbian is encouraging this behavior and you don't know what kind of curriculum that they are beginning to put into our schools because they're gay and they want our children to become aware of this and comfortable with this as a norm in society. So while you out here voting for these people, telling them it don't matter if they gay, okay, when your children be learning about how to be gay, then you're going to wake up. So I'm not voting for somebody. I don't care how good that I don't care how good it sounds. If they gay or lesbian or bisexual, I'm not voting for them. I don't want them to get into office because I seen something where this woman, I think she became a governor, mayor, whatever. As you go into the schools talking to the young girls, are you kidding me? It's wrong. Now you can say, hey, ladies, I became a governor. Okay, you as a girl can become a governor. But to say that, oh, now um, more and more of us as lesbians is getting into office. No, that, that's not what needs to be said. No, it's okay if you say I'm a woman and I'm in this office. Wonderful. But no, stop pushing the fact that you are lesbian and in this office. Don't talk to my girls because I don't want you to talk to them. No, you need to get yourself right with God because God ain't pleased. You're not a Christian, so please don't claim to be one. Because Christian means Christ-like. And if we are Christians, which is Christ-like, we hate the sin of lesbianism. If that's the word for it, we don't hate the person. We love you. We'll always love you. But that sin we hate. God hates evil. So you're not a Christian. You're not a gay Christian. You're not a lesbian Christian. So I don't want my child, my child or any other child to be getting trained about lesbian, being a lesbian and it being normal. And it's okay. It's not okay. It's toxic. It's inhumane. It's unnatural. So I'm going to go on. Let wisdom speak. Glory to God. And so 
Let me go to my opening verse. Sorry, y'all, about that opening because it disgusts me. I've been seeing some things in the news about these, about um, gays and lesbians taking offices and then going to the schools and talking to 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 the girls. What? No, it's unacceptable. And I'm not gonna shut my mouth. I've been chosen for such a time as this, and I'm gonna keep speaking out. They probably try to silence me, but hey, whatever. You can't stop the work of God. So I'm going to go on. The opening verse is uh, Psalms 1 and 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And I'm going to go on. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's the King James Version. So I want us to really chime in. in blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And then in the ERV, ERV version, it say great blessings belong to those who don't listen to evil advice, who don't live like sinners, and who don't join those who make fun of God. Instead, they love the Lord's teachings and think about them day and night. So they grow strong like a tree planted by a stream, a tree that produces fruit when it should and has leaves that never fall. Everything they do is successful. So blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So I really have to break this down. And like the other version was saying, you don't take evil advice. You don't take ungodly advice. And what I'm seeing happen in the church, in the body of Christ is you have saints, um, saints of God taking advice from ungodly sources. And I'm looking like, wow. And that's why you are worldly. And that's why the real ones that's living for Christ, you say they're doing too much and they're holier than thou because you're taking your advice from ungodly people. Your delight is not in the law of the Lord and you're not meditating on God's law day and night. And that's why you're not planted and rooted and grounded in God. And you say this holiness stuff is too much. And like, again, the people that are really standing for holiness and righteousness, they're too much. They're holier than thou. They're saved, saved. That's too saved. Wow, too saved? Okay, let me let y'all know one thing. It's only one heaven. So there's not going to be no saved, saved people, unsaved people, half-saved people, half-baked Christians. No, it's either you saved or you're not. It's not going to be a place reserved in heaven for the people that was ashamed of God. It's not going to be a place in heaven for people that live for Christ in the church building, but outside of it, I didn't know or nobody else knew whether you were saved or not. No, it's only one heaven. All that all that make it to heaven will be holy. We will be blameless. We will be righteous. We will have no spot or wrinkle. So for the ones that say that, oh my gosh, we don't have to be perfect. Let me tell you one thing. If God come for you in death 
or his second coming and you have not been made perfect, which means complete and mature, you will go to hell. People don't like to hear that word, but I'm going to say it because you need to know your options. You need to know what's going to happen to you. You're not going to heaven. So that's why on earth, I'm striving for perfection. And God knows. When you say God knows my heart, yeah, God knows my heart. And he knows I'm striving for perfection. I'm not making ways to sin. I'm not deliberately disobeying God's word. I'm striving for perfection. So when he do come for me, I will be perfect. Because he gave me enough time. I All of us have a set amount of time when it's like, hey, this is your time to go. And I'm making I'm making full proof of my life, my ministry. I'm making full proof of it. So when he come, he can say, well done, daughter. You did your job. You stayed in my will for your life. Welcome home, which is into heaven. So y'all better stop listening to the advice of these ungodly people. And I see some kind of YouTube short or something about what Tank was saying. Tank? You tank, tank, you opening up a Bible saying something about a Bible and your life is dirty and nasty. No, you need to get saved for real because if you believe in God, your whole life will change. Never the same. When God changed Saul to Paul, his whole life changed. He was no longer persecuting saints. It was no longer about him. It was about him being made righteous in God. And he was willing to suffer for the cause of Christ. So please stop using a Roman scripture to justify you being saved. Because you're not. If you believe in God, faith without works is dead. And let me tell you, let me, let me hit y'all up on something else. Search these scriptures, what I'm telling y'all. Even the demons believe and tremble. So you believe in it's worth dung doo doo. Dung. Dung 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 dung. Because even the demons believe and tremble. Listen, people that's going to hell, some of them believed in God. They just didn't want to get a light to him. So you believing, just believing that there is a God is not good enough. You believe what Jesus did on the cross, that's not good enough. Did you accept what he did on the cross? Did you accept it? Because one scripture, you can't use one scripture. All the other scriptures in the Bible. It tells you whoever commits sin is of the devil. Did you turn to that scripture? So we got to be righteous as he is. And God is the only one that makes us righteous. That's why the Bible tells in Acts 2.38, repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Again, the Bible tells us in John 3 to be born again of the water and of the spirit. You can't just repeat some words and think you good with God. No, you're not. It's more. That's a step, but there's more. You have to get rid of this nasty, sinful nature that you was born in. That's why the Bible says you must be born again or you cannot see the kingdom. You can't see it and you're not entering in. So we got to be born again. I got to go on. Stop listening to these celebrities. And then it just gets me. You got saints and you got people that call themselves. You sharing stuff that rappers have said. 
people that's living ungodly have said. They may have be they may be saying something that's right, but I'm not gonna share what they saying because their life don't add up with what they saying is right. You know when Jesus tempted God, Jesus, I mean Satan tempted Jesus. Some of the words he was saying is true, and it was gonna come to pass, but it wasn't time for God to show his power yet. So God, the devil will mix truth and lie, which makes it a whole lie. And the the body, some members of the body of Christ is going after it because they won't delight themselves in the law of the Lord. You is so busy wanting to be puffed up in your flesh and feel so good about you. You ain't living right, but you want to feel good about you. So you're going to get the memes. You're going to get the little quotes that rappers say, R&B artists say, even gospel artists, but they're not living a righteous life. You're going you're gonna to flock to them. You're going to share their stuff because you want to feel good about your ungodliness. You want to be puffed up in yourself. And I'm looking like you can find anybody to go along with your mess. You can find anybody to go along with your carnality and worldliness. It's so easy because majority, majority that we see, I'm going to say majority that we see is carnal. That call themselves a saint. So it's so easy to find these people. So the thing is that gets me is the ungodly is speaking. You're letting it speak out in your life. But when it comes to wisdom, you shun wisdom. But you welcome ungodliness. But you're not blessed. So when people are like, I'm blessed. No, you're not blessed. Because the Bible say, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of of the ungodly. Like, I don't want to hear nothing these people got to say uh, when it comes to holiness, salvation, righteousness, especially when I see your life is dirty. What is God doing for you? Your attitude is nasty. Your heart is nasty. You look like a prostitute, but you got something to say about God. Girl, boy, sit down and get in the presence of God and really delight yourself in God. Your life don't match up to what you talking about. Like, this is what gets me. Why, saints, why, body of Christ, are you walking in the counsel of the ungodly? They have nothing to say to me. Don't tell me nothing about life when it comes to living for God. You have nothing to say to me. Maybe some business tips, and if those shady, I don't want to hear about that. Maybe I, I keep my credit good or something. Maybe housing, stuff like that, all that. Maybe. But when it comes to living a righteous life, you can't never tell me it don't take all that. You can't tell me nothing because your life don't line up to the word of God. And I don't know why y'all saints are taking advice from ungodly people. That's why you can't grow in God because you so focused on ungodly people and shunning wisdom. Let wisdom speak in your life. It's here. The Bible is here. Read it. Understand it. Apply it. To your life. Because these people, they had these self-help books. They had these motivational speakers. And I don't care if these people say they saved. Their life is not lining up to the word. It's not. It's not. And let me tell you. Let me tell you some advice the ungodly people are saying. It's okay to commit adultery. Why I'm starting with this because it's so much pop, it's so much on social media. I'm getting sick of it. 
Adultery is okay. Adultery means, because for y'all that's not saved, um, you are married, but you're having sex with somebody that you're not married to. I don't care if your spouse say it's okay. God don't agree to, and listen, listen, and I'm talking to the saved, well, no, unsaved, I know y'all understand this term, but saved people, you're going to be held accountable to it, and even if you're unsaved, come on now, why, why do you think it's even right to be having sex with somebody that's not your husband, it's nasty, they, back in the day, they called it swingers, but y'all might not know that term, so I'm just going to say, it, it might be called sneaky link, but you're married and you having sex with somebody that you are not married to. It's not acceptable whether your spouse know about it or not. It's not acceptable. And then you know people, they'll bring this mess up in the church building. They'll bring this mess up in the church building and it's not right. It's against God's law. It's against the Bible. It don't even make sense. Anyway, we're going to go on. Pornography. I mean, pornography is an all-time top. Man, one of the top businesses. And one day, like, I heard somebody had said something about OnlyFans. And I'm like, what is OnlyFans? And I look up, I'm like, wow. Pornography business is a booming business right now. And then when one of my students had bought it up and I was like, Miss Money, like, you can either, you know, post your feet on there because it's like people that have, like, you know, the feet fetish. I'm like, I'm not posting my feet on no website. You know what? I belong to God. My body belongs to God. My body is precious. And any, any part of my body is worth more than rubies. It's, it's priceless. And I'm not, whatever that can give me is not enough money for me to post it on OnlyFans or wherever. For somebody can get them a free little, um, you know, jack-off party. Like, what? What? So, I'm telling y'all, we... We got to, y'all, we got to come to grips and teach our children and, and, and stop being silent, church, about these things because it's happening. Pornography is wrong because it's, it's, it's a sexual sin. You, you look at, you look at something that, it, that don't belong to you. So that's lust of the eyes. And then some people are masturbating. That's going to be lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh. And you putting that thing before God and God is like, don't have any other gods before me. You putting that before God because God is saying, like, flee fornication. Like, your whole, your body belongs to God. You're supposed to glorify God in your body and spirit. And, how, I mean, how are you doing this? You looking. Lust of the eyes. It's not of the Father. It's of the world. And if you had a love of the world in you, the love of the Father is not in you. Scripture. So we need to stop fooling ourselves. Stop it saying, ah, oh, you just missed perfect. Shut up and get in the word of God and you grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because it's like, wait a minute. No, we're supposed to be walking upright before God and you deliberately and you're willfully doing these things and you call yourself saved. Stop it. Get in the presence of God. Get in the presence of God so he can wash you and cleanse you. But I'm looking like, you know, where you call yourself a saint and you on OnlyFans? You know, where you call yourself a saint and you jacking off to something, some kind of pornography movie? Stop it. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, this is getting ridiculous. Then 
We got the clubbing lifestyle. One moment you up in the church singing on the praise team. Next moment you look up, man, girl up in karaoke, not singing gospel, karaoke in some kind of clubs and karaoke, or just in a regular club, throwing her hands up, twerking, shaking her booty and dancing to the ground. You'll be like, wait a minute. And even if the girl not doing that, she had no business in no club. That is Satan's music. So let me tell let me see. So one moment you worshiping God, but actually you can't do this, but this is what they think. One moment you worshiping God, and then the next moment you worshiping the devil. How? You dancing with God and the devil? Don't you know that God is a jealous God? Ain't no way. I'm like, how is this? How can this be? But you got folk that think they are still saved. Y'all need to stop being deceived because you come back, God come back, you not going to heaven. You just not. And so what happens is people link up with people that's like them so they can feel comfortable in their sins and they think they are going to heaven. You're not going to heaven. Only the righteous is making it in. The ones without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. The ones that are holy. Those only ones is making it in. So stop fooling yourself. Get that Bible Open it up and read it. Take it serious and stop taking advice from these ungodly people. I don't care if they go to church. They still, and when I say church, I mean the church building, they still ungodly. They're ungodly because they're not living a life according to God's standards. They're not saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, so they're ungodly. They don't live their life in, in, in honor to God, in worship to God. Worship is a lifestyle. Worship is my life. It's not something I just do on Sundays. It's me giving my whole life to God in appreciation for what he has done and who he is in my life as Savior and Lord. He has control over my life. So no, stop it. You ain't worshiping God. Not if you're going to club or somewhere else and worshiping the devil. We're going to go on. Then you got, I said this one time before about self-righteous. Check out my uh, Just Churchy God's righteousness versus the just churchy. Self-righteous people. Just because you do good deeds. Just because you go to a church building. Just because you hold church positions. You not saved. And, and God is not pleased. You do not have a saving relationship with God. So stop fooling yourself. It's self-righteousness to think that your good deeds is going to save you. No, it is by faith that where we are saved. And faith without works is dead. I said that earlier. We all must come in at the door. We got to be born again of the water and the spirit. You ain't special, none of us. When I say that, like God has no respect to person. If I have to be born again of the water and spirit, so do you. So you ain't going in the kingdom. God is not pleased with you on earth while you just coming to church in church positions doing good deeds. And see the problem, y'all. I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm fussing because I'm sick of the devil, not people. I'm sick of the devil fooling and deceiving people. Because the thing about it is, I don't like the fact that people, if you're not saved, why are you comfortable in your sins? How can you be comfortable coming to the church building? Like, I see the world. I see wars happening. I see famine. I see earthquakes. I see all of this stuff happening. I'm about to read what it said what happened in the last days. I see it happening. 
If I wasn't saved, I'd be like, Lord, and I'm not saying that you have to be like hopping and jumping. All- hey, every time that you're building open, when I'm at home, I'm like, Lord, save me. Lord, feel hallelujah. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Lord, I am a wretch undone. I'm a sinful woman. That's what I'd be saying if I was in sin. I'm a sinful woman. I am filthy, Lord. I need you to wash me. I need you to cleanse me. Oh, glory. I need you to make me new, Lord. I recognize you died for my sins. I recognize you rose from the dead just so you can have a relationship with me. Lord, come into my life. Fill me with your Holy Ghost power. Fill me with your Holy Ghost power so I can live like you, so I can be like you, so I can conform to your image, so I can live this holy life, Lord, because I can't do it without your spirit, Lord. I need you in my life. Why? Y'all, y'all, why? Why are we not like this? Like, I'm like, what in the world? Why? Why are people comfortable with living in sin Coming to the church building, service after service, going, leaving the same way and no Holy Ghost. No Holy Ghost. Why? I will be crying out to God every chance I get in the church building, outside the church building, at other people's church building when we go to other people's church building. Lord, I need to be saved. Y'all don't know where death is at. We don't know where death is at. We don't know where God is coming back. Why don't we why don't we why don't we want to be on Satan's side? See, the problem is people have made the unsaved so comfortable in sin that they don't even have a desire to be saved. That they don't even think they need a savior. Why? Because people made them comfortable. You know. That's why people don't want to be around me. No, you need to be. You need to want to be saved if you're around me. Why don't you want to be saved? Your righteousness, your good deeds is as filthy rags. You are dirty to God. You need salvation. You, if you ain't saved, you need salvation. Why? See, it's, it's a shame when we think we're pure. In our own eyes. Because you're not pure in God's eyes. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're not pure. If you had the Holy Ghost and you don't live a repentant lifestyle, you're not pure. If you're not walking in holiness, you're not pure. You stink in the nostrils of God. You are on the devil's team. But you can't see it. Because your good deeds. You think your good deeds is going to save you. What? You can say that, y'all, the pastor can push you up. People can push you up, but when you get to the judgment seat of Christ, the book's going to be opened. When did you receive salvation? When did you sacrifice your life for me? When did you deny yourself for me? What did you do? What did you do for my kingdom? What did you do for the people on earth? I mean, was you really saved or was you just doing good works? Like, why? Why? And I had to come to this moment myself and be like, because I grew up in holiness. And so I'm thinking, yeah, I'm good. But none good but one. It took Jesus to come in my life to make me good. And so until you see that you're dirty without Christ, you're not going to want to be saved. You're full of sin. You're full of sin. You're dead in sin. And until you realize that 
you ain't gonna really cry out to God. When I really realize I'm lost, not that. And see, the people keep asking, do God, God loves everybody. The question is not, do God love you? God proved his love for you by dying and rising from the dead. The question is, do you love God? Because no one is going to heaven that don't love God. And the Bible says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So you go into a church building, you thinking good about yourself, but yet you in sin. You're fooling yourself. You're wasting time. Your whole life have to be transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Good works, good speech, it's not going to save you. It's not. Stop. Just, just stop fooling yourself. Stop letting the devil fool you. Stop letting people fool you. It's a shame that people that's going to the church building Sunday after Sunday after Sunday is going to lift their eyes up in hell because they never totally gave themselves to God. And you got people like me and, and other people that's crying out, crying out, showing you the right way, showing you wisdom. But you want to let ungodly, ungodly advice cry out in your life and live through you because, see, you don't want to give up all. You don't want to surrender all. But see, only those that surrender all is pleasing to God. God gave his all. Why are we trying to hold on to stuff? And see, the stuff that you hold on, hold on to is killing you. It's destroying you. It, it just don't make sense. So we're going to go on. I was like, Lord, I give it all up for you. Because whatever you want me to have, I'm going to have it. And it's going to be to my benefit. But we're going to go on. But this party and lifestyle, y'all just seen, hopefully some of y'all, this gay club burnt up. When I burnt up, it was a shooting in a gay club. And Lord knows, I don't want nobody to die, but I'm just saying that that's not the atmosphere you need to be in, a club, period. And I'm so sorry for the families that have lost someone um, in that shooting. That is so unfortunate and it's so sad. But we need to give our life to God. Because if some people don't even believe in God, but there is a God and there is a devil and he wants to steal, kill and destroy us. That's why all of us need to give our lives to God. Then you got, I always, I mention this so much because the women are dressing so sensual, sensual and sexual these days. That is ridiculous. And it's it's in the body of Christ. But you got people that's hush, hush about it. Hush, hush. No, it's wrong. Modesty is so important. Either we're going to represent the kingdom to the fullest or we need to shut up and stop saying that we're saved or a woman of God. You're not a woman of God because I cannot tell if you're a prostitute, a stripper, or a OnlyFans person, or whatever. I can't tell. You sensual and sexual. They're not saying that we're not sexual beings, but the clothes you have on is crying out, sex me. Come on now. No. A holy woman of God? A kingdom woman of God? Taking sexual looking photos to attract men for sex? Even though you be like, that's not my intention. Yes, it is. You, 
You are crying out sex when you look like this. Your clothes is tight. Your clothes is revealing. Your breasts, your butt, your thighs. Come on now. What? Men are visual. And some women is gravitating to women. So why are you trying to look like this? We represent the kingdom. We are not of this world. We represent the kingdom of God to be more specific. And we need to stand out as being women of the kingdom of God. I'm like, what is going on? I can't recognize a kingdom of God woman, Holly, anywhere. That's a shame. Because if we can't recognize you, you're not, you don't belong to the kingdom. You don't belong to the kingdom. And so I'm like, what is going on? The wild dressing, the wild hair, all the ta- all the tattoo. Now listen. To the people have to the people who already have got tattoos before you were saved, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to these women that's out getting tattoos, getting multiple piercings. What? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. See, old things are passed away. Now all things are become new. So if you already had the tattoos, you already had the piercings, fine. But take take the nose ring out. Take the eyebrow earring out. The, the all the holes. Take the take the earrings out your ear for the holes, and they may eventually close up. Why are you still representing the old life? You still look like a woman of the world. So please, what's the difference? Make a difference between holy and unholy, clean and unclean. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. But what's happening? You renewing your mind through social media. You renewing your mind through these hot girls or these hot women or these hot celebrities. You renewing your mind through ungodly material. So that's why you think it's okay. You renewing your mind through these prophetess that look like whores. You listening to that word, and they just steady, steady, thrashing out ungodliness in the name of Christ. Ooh, God is upset with this. God is upset with this. We need to look like women of the most high God. We are royalty. We are royalty. Stop showing the world everything, every body part you got. Stop it. We are royalty. Our body belongs to God. I don't care if you marry or not. Our body still belongs to God and we represent God. We got to look like royalty. We are a peculiar people. Bible? Bible all day long. Oh, God. I'm like, this is a shame, a sin and a shame. And sometimes I'm embarrassed by it because... Some women look the part, but then you got some women that don't. And then they call themselves a kingdom of God woman. You're not. You don't represent us. You're not a woman of God. So be quiet and get in the presence of God so he can reveal himself to you. Because if he can tell you a prophecy, you think that same God is telling you to be modest? It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. I'm saying people look like straight witches. 
I mean, so much makeup. Oh, God. I'm like, Lord, I'm not saying nothing wrong with man makeup. Because I know some people, you know, preach against that. I'm saying, I'm saying everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. If you have so much on, I don't know who you are. Oh, my gosh. Now, you know that thing got too much. If you keep changing your hair so much that if I see you out in the store, I still don't know who you are. That's unacceptable before God. You didn't change your whole identity and it sure ain't in Christ. So, I'm going to go on. So, yeah, clothing make a difference. Yes. Tell McDonald's clothing don't make a difference when you come up in there as a McDonald's employee wearing a Burger King outfit. You tell McDonald's, hey, it don't wear, and watch you get fired. You're not about to wear a Burger King outfit up in McDonald's. So stop getting over in holiness and stop getting over into the kingdom of God and think you're going to still look like the world in the kingdom of God. God is not pleased. We have a high standard and that standard is holiness. So I'm going to go on. And then the men, I can't get on y'all too much because I'm a woman. But I'd be like, really? If your pants are tight, we can see your middle spot, your, your, your personal privacy. You know that's too tight. You know that's too tight. Now, now some men are probably trying to attract other men. Either way, it's still wrong. It's still too tight. And I'm looking like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Then you got the men revealing their chest. Chest all out. That's too much. I'm a single woman of God. I still don't need to be seeing all that. And I try to avoid it as much as possible. That is too much showing. You should be modest as well. Like that is not using wisdom. Wisdom. But yet, because see the men of God, the men of God that I see that's crying loud as fair or not, I don't see them with their chest out. But you know these, these up and coming ministers? Yeah. You might see them out because, listen, they're worldly. They're carnal minded. They're fleshly. They're not totally sold out to God. They need to get deeper in God. Just because somebody do it that's in a church position don't make it right. And so I really, I'm like, what is going on? You supposed to be an example to the men. Why do you look like this in this kind of church position? Wow. But we're going to go on. We're going to go on. But this is getting terrible. Then the ungodly advice is whatever makes you happy. That's what you do. And this is what people is doing. Whatever makes them happy, they want to live in the moment. And when, I, and when I'm saying live in the moment, they're making decisions in the moment that will have lasting consequence. That's not wisdom. I talked about that, so I ain't going to dwell with that. But it's like, really? Really? But I'm telling y'all, I don't want to feel good in my sins. That's why I thank God for my pastor, Bishop Wally, because when I was in sin, man, that man preached me out of my sins and it wasn't his mind. It was from the word of God, the Bible. And I, ooh, my heart would get so convicted when I came to that church building. Oh, I got to do something, bro. You got to get out. <laughs> you know, like I'm talking, telling my, uh, my uh, children's father, like, you got to get out. You got to get out this house. Like, I was so convicted, like, because the word of God is true. But when you come to church and, and you got people preaching what you want to hear and you feeling good about yourself, they're preaching these motivational messages. And when I'm talking about feeling good, you are nasty in the spirit. 
but you go out to church still feeling good about yourself in sin? Oh, no. Your pastor ain't preaching the sound word of God. And I thank God for it because that man of God delivered my soul from hell. Thank you, Lord. And I can see clearly me and God is cool. And so it's not based on a man. This is my relationship with God we talking about. And God hates sin. I cannot be in an intimate relationship with God in sin. And so you can't either. Don't fool yourself. God hates sin. He came and destroyed the works of Satan. And we actually think that we can galliban and come to a church building and get out and still be sinners. And then think we're going into the party gates. You got life messed up. Oh my God, y'all. We got to stop this mess because it's a mess. This form of godliness is taking over, but God's church is still rising above it. And I will keep saying, I see the remnant army rising up. I see some young people on here that's unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And y'all, it just make my heart glad. But I'm going to go on. This is 2 Timothy because I sometimes think that people don't think we live in last days. And then I see something that was like, man, I used to wonder how people could be deceived. Me too. But the devil is in plain sight here. And even people that's going to the church building can't see that the devil is deceiving them. Because a lot of people, they call it love tolerance for sin. They keep pushing love. And God is love. God loves everybody. But you know what? I realize God loves everybody. So I'm trying to help save your soul from hell. So you can have an intimate relationship with Christ. So you can see God loves you. And he want to spend. He wants you to spend your life with him now. And in eternity. I'm trying to pull you out the fire. That's how much I love you. It's not shut up. And agree with sin time. It's time to cry aloud. It's time to spend night. It's time to pull people out the fire. Oh, glory. It's time to uncover lies and deception and evilness and darkness. This stuff is in plain sight. Some of it, if people still being deceived because they want to have it their way. They want to hold on to some things in the world. They don't want to totally get their lives. God, they want to have friendship instead of God. Listen, if you if, if you don't want to be my friend because I love God and I live the life, then bye-bye. See you later. But people don't. That, people want friendship rather than God. They want the approval of man rather than God. And so that's why you don't see people taking a bold stand in Christ. But I don't care. I don't care if my cousin is a homosexual. I don't care if my cousin is in adultery. I don't care if my sister or brother is found in these sins. I'm still going to say sin is wrong. I'm still going to say they need to come out. I'm going to still tell them the truth according to the word of God. And no, am I going to keep Am I gonna keep bringing it up in their face? No, I'm going to love them. I'm going to be nice to them. But no, at the moment where they try to contradict the scriptures, no, you're wrong. You're wrong right here. This is what God said. Not what I think. Not how I feel. Because it don't matter how I feel. It's about what God said. Because my feelings ain't taking me into the kingdom. It's not going to keep me in the kingdom. God's word is what we go by. Anyway, y'all, we in the last days. I got to keep reading the scripture because I don't think we realize that we in the last days. And it's a great deception. This form of godliness. I don't care what their position is in the church. If they 
if they're not speaking of God, if they don't look like a saint, if they're not a saint by their lifestyle, they're not pleasing to God and they're not operating in the power of God. I don't care what they can do, prophesy, do miracles about them, say, hey, you're going to say, Lord, Lord, I did all this thing, all this in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. So y'all better stop getting deceived about the signs, wonders, and miracles and prophesying and follow the fruit, fruit of the spirit, the life of the person. Try the spirit and see if it be of God. Tell y'all, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Y'all know this is happening. Unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. That's the part. Despisers of those that are good. Y'all. I'm like, I'm not bragging on myself, but I'm like, and then some people going to be like, when people say that they really are bragging on self, whatever. Um, listen, I like to do good. Like I like to do good things for people. I really love people. I really like showing kindness. I really like doing everything that I can for people. But do you know, there's people that despise me. Because I live a holy life. Because I want to be real for Christ. Because I help others. The despising part is really that I like to do. That I like to live for Christ. Despises of those that are good. Why aren't you despising? Like, oh my God. Why aren't you despising evil? Y'all, we got these people that call themselves saints. That will support people that are in sin. They know they're in sin. They know they are doing unrighteousness. But you know they will love on them. You know they will encourage them in their sin. You know they will support them in their sin. I'm like, wait a minute. But you are a despiser of those that are good. Why you know you despise? You don't show support. You don't encourage. You can't open your mouth up about things that they are doing good. But you can support and encourage and open your mouth up about people that are against God. They're ungodly. They are openly living in sin. Wow. That's why I know we in the last days. Like you, like people... I'm telling I'm talking I'm y'all, I'm talking about saints, people that claim to be saints. These people are on my back about me speaking out against sin. They are on my back saying that, like, wait a minute, that's not love. They on my back and I'm doing good. And I'm not talking about myself. The God in me is causing me to do good. And they are the main people that are against me. Wow. But God said that this will happen. Despisers of those that are good. I be looking like, wow. You got worldly people and wicked people that's getting the support of so-called church people. (laughs) But people that's living for God for real? They talking about me? I'm like, wait a minute. Woo, y'all know we in the last days.
Woo, God, despise of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Y'all know we have this. It's all about what makes people feel good. I said this before. They having a pleasure. Y'all, it's not wrong. We're going on vacations, having a good time. But at what moment is you going to be a lover of God? And again, a lover of God is keeping his commandments. Like you're doing the word and you're doing it with a joy because you love God. Where are those people at? But anyway, the Bible says they will be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. The scripture. Having a form of godliness. Because they found in all of these things, but they still go to the church building. They still hold church position. So they have a form of godliness that means it's not godly. It's, it's a form of it. It looks godly. But denying the power thereof from such turn away. That's 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. So when it be these people be like, she just thinks she all that. She just thinks she better than us. No, I don't. But the Bible told me to turn away from you kind of people. You kind of people that enjoy coming to the church building, bucking, shouting, leading the praise team, leading the choir, uh, preaching, teaching. But yet you are found in some of these things. Though the Bible told me to turn away from you because you're going to tarnish my witness. Because see, I'm real for God. I don't got the time to fake it and shake the fake and the shake. I don't have time for that. I'm real for God. So I got to turn, the Bible say turn away from you because I don't want the people, I don't want the people to think that I got a form of godliness because I don't roll like that. I'm real for God. If I want to live a wretched worldly life, oh, I'm going to live it and I'm not going to claim to be saved. But I got to turn away from you people that claim to be saved that look like the world, talk like the world, and you in the world. I cannot take part in your mess. So the Bible told me to turn away from such people. I got to be with the real ones. Duke and yup. Jesus. Oh, y'all want to bring Jesus in it. <laughs> Jesus always was calling the uh, some of those religious people, his own people, hypocrites. Yeah, he was always calling them out. He was always calling them out because they was hypocrites. They was telling the people to do one thing, but their lives was nasty they sell. The lives was nasty they sell. So God was always calling out these fake religious people. So yeah, check out the Bible when you want to say that, oh, oh, okay, 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 you think you better. No, I don't think I better nobody, but I do know that I'm real for God. And I'm allowing God's power to work through my life. And I don't have a form of godliness. So I'm not going to hang around people that have a form of godliness. That say it's okay to club. It's okay to party. It's okay to smoke marijuana. It's okay to look like a prostitute. It's okay to have the boobs out. The uh, the uh, thighs out. All of this mess out. Have my skirt so tight that you can see the whole print of my butt. No, no. I can't hang with y'all that say all that stuff is okay, but yet you still in church bucking and shouting and, 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 and speaking and teaching and prophesying. No, I, I can't hang with you type of people because I'm real for God. I, I can't do it. No. Now, if you want to get right, hey, come on, come on, we can hang together. But if you want to you wanna um take up for your mess, you looking like the world, talking like the world, being being up we in the world but not other world you want to be of the world oh, okay you had that but i can't i it's say from such turn away turn away and i'm gonna give y'all the erv version because some of the words kind of big and say there are some terrible times coming in the last days people will only love themselves and money and y'all see this 
people people will only love themselves and money. See, the power is fulfilling itself. That's why I'm like, Lord, help me to keep my heart pure and holy because I got to meet you in peace when you come because this is happening. People only love themselves. If it's beneficial to themselves, they're going to do it, which I mean, like, it's only about them. They ain't going to try to help nobody. As long as they're building themselves up, that's all that matters. They love themselves and money. They're going to do whatever it takes to get more and more money. They love themselves and money. They will be proud and boast about themselves. They will abuse others with insults. Y'all see that on social media all the time. They will abuse others with insults. They will not obey their parents. You see these kids, they don't care. They don't listen. They do what they want to do. And you also see them dying at early ages. But we're going to go on. They will not obey their parents. They'll be ungrateful and against all that is pleasing to God. You see it. You see it. You know, you know, you know, two men don't have no business being sexually together. Two women don't know. Don't supposed to be sexually together. We're supposed to be sleeping with people that's not our husband. We know these things that's not pleasing to God. But yet, it's happening. And it's being encouraged is what gets me. It's being encouraged. And I, I somebody was talking, I don't know, an interview or something, like how that, like in the movies, like um, people that wasn't married, they didn't used to have a lot of movies, sexual scenes with movies with people that wasn't married. But now... Lots and lots of movies, TV shows, people that are married. They have lots of sexual scenes like that. People that are gay, they have lots of scenes with that. They just got to put that in because they want it to be comfortable. But anyway, they they will be ungrateful and against all that is pleasing to God. And they're ungrateful. They never can get enough. They never can get enough and be satisfied. They will have no love for others. And will refuse to forgive anyone. And y'all know this is how it is. These people will shoot. A son will shoot the mama. Or any relative. They don't care. It's all about them. They'll shoot you for money. It don't matter if you they relative or not. It's greed. It's greed. And it's a love. If they don't love people. They don't. They don't care. If it's about them getting ahead, they will kill you for it. They don't care who you are. Okay. Y'all know this has happened. They will refuse to forgive anyone. It's so much unforgiveness. Y'all know that's unforgiveness. And it gets on my nerves. And people are still holding the, the Caucasian race for slavery. Yes, some Caucasian had a part in slavery. But why are you holding unforgiveness in your heart for the white man you sitting next to that have nothing to do with his ancestors that held your ancestors in slavery? Stop it. We got to forgive. Like, people keep bringing this up from so long ago. Forgive them. Let it go. Let it go. And no, I'm not saying it's over. Because slavery is, is, is still very much alive in some parts and how people do. But I forgive. I forgive. It's, 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 what they did is not right. And what people are still doing today. Uh, based on race is not right and I forgive but people is holding this in them and you have African Americans that will kill the other race because of that hatred that's inside of them and so it's ridiculous we got to stop we have to forgive what they did is not right it's not right but it's a right way to fight for our rights we got to we got to pray we got to get these laws passed we got to speak up when things are wrong yes but that unforgiveness should not be there in your heart. Let it go. Let it go. 
They refuse to forgive anyone. They will talk about others to hurt them. And y'all see this on social media. They will talk about others to hurt them and will have no self-control. People are out of control. They don't have control with sex. They don't have control with violence. It's out of control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. People will turn against their friends. And that's happening. It's just in the news of how this girl went on a vacation somewhere with so-called friends. And they so-called had a part in her death. It's allegedly, they say, they allegedly saying that they may have had something. So that's why I'm not saying names. They allegedly saying that the friends, because she. Sorry about the interruption, part two. It's allegedly, they say, they allegedly saying that they may have had something. So that's why I'm not saying names. They allegedly saying that the friends, because she went on a vacation with the friends, all the friends come back alive and she did. So anyway, they allegedly saying, y'all, we got These people is not loyal. And that's why I'm like, uh-uh. And we don't want to serve a God like that.
love and do good works. Listen, people, by Christ, you shouldn't be encouraging each other or pushing each other to anger or pushing each other to leave the church. No, we support, we should think about each other to see how we can encourage each other to show love and do good works. And so that's why I'm always on like, I'm on because I'm like, hey, we got to show love no matter what. We need to show love to each other. And showing love is not being silent when you know somebody about to fall in a ditch. That's not love. That's compromise. That's us. That's being silent when you're supposed to open up your mouth. Woo! Showing love is not going along to get along. Again, that's compromise. What's this? Woo! Jesus wants to expose darkness. But let's go. We should we should think about each other to see how we can encourage each other to show love and do good works. We must not quit meeting together as some are doing. Like some people have stopped meeting together, and as we see at, at COVID, it. it it, it did stop the church because the church going to go on, but some people, it stopped. They became more worldly, more carnal-minded, um, and I'm seeing this because they're not going to church. They're not hearing from God, and they're being deceived because they think they're doing, they're doing what's right, but they're not. They're being deceived because, again, they're not following God's word. They're not following the Holy Spirit's leading. And so I see this, like, it's, it's a great deception going on. And so this is why God told us we need to meet together because I promise you, if you walk in the error, the preacher get up and preach on the word of God, you're going to figure out, hey, I'm walking in error. But it's very important, though, that we come because when we come together, again, we can motivate each other to do good works and to continue to show love and to continue to walk in holiness. And we never know what one person is going through so we can continue to encourage each other. So it say we must not quit meeting together as some are doing. No, we need to keep on encouraging each other. And I love to encourage people. Like, I don't like to see people quit. And that's why I'm on here. And this is why I'm on here because it's like, no, don't quit. Don't give in to Satan. You need to come out of the pits of hell and join the greatest kingdom on earth and in heaven, the kingdom of God. But anyway, we need to keep on encouraging each other. This becomes more and more important as you see the day getting closer. Because the day of the Lord is getting closer. The second coming is getting closer. And so the devil is going to turn up the heat in all of our lives. Yes, he is. And I'm not going I'm not, I'm not going to lift the devil up in my life. I'm going to lift God up in my life. But the devil is going to turn up the heat. He's going he's gonna to get those close to you to try to get you to turn around. But you got to stay focused on the prize. You got to press towards the mark of the prize of the high call in Christ Jesus. You got to stay focused knowing that God has a crown of righteousness waiting for you. You got to stay focused knowing that God is for you here. He is for you. And he is, hey, if God be for you, who can be against you? He, God, got you. And God will bring you through even the horrible situation. And this is why we got to come together. We got to meet and we got to hear the testimonies of others. They overcame. By the word and testimony by the blood of the Lamb, Scripture, I'm telling y'all, it's important that we meet, we get stripped, and we get encouraged from one another. Glory to God. It, it, it feels so good after you are out in the world among wolves, and it feels good to come around some people that are really for you, that really love you, that you can just feel that, and it just... They encourage you. Sometimes they don't have to say nothing. They encourage you to just keep going on in God. 
So I encourage you to keep going to the church building. If it's a holiness church building, keep doing that. And keep building each other up. Stop building up these people in the world. Stop it. Because the more you build them up, the more their voice is going to just keep ringing out. And it's ungodly. Build up your fellow members in the body of Christ. Share. Share that information. Because that information got to go out. People need to be saved. People need to be encouraged. Not in sin. Because I can't encourage you in sin. Because I know that everything that you do for on earth is temporary. But you're going to meet a God that's going to judge you by what you did for him. So I can't keep encouraging you in sin. But anyway, we need to point people to Christ. When you when you out in the public, if you are on any kind of platform, point people to Christ and stop supporting these worldly people so much that you ain't even building up the kingdom. What are you saying about Jesus? What are you saying about God in your life? What are you saying about how God changed your life? We got to point the people to Jesus because he's our only hope. He's our only hope in this dying and wicked world. So anyway, I pray that y'all have a blessed day. Push the kingdom. Push the kingdom of God. And if y'all do not have a church home, oh, yes, before I get, before I can have to read this, we got to teach it to our children. Because I said that before, but I meant to read this verse. Teach it to your children. Teach it in the house. Teach, when I say teach it, teach the word of God to your children because the world is teaching them. Teach them. Don't be afraid to talk to them about sex. Girls 12, 13, probably even younger, get pregnant, get diseases. Talk to your children about the right way. Tell them that, that their body is temple of the Holy Ghost, that their body is so valuable, that their body is for God and their husband. If they never get married, commit their body to God because it's the most precious thing that they have. That is their soul. Tell them to honor God with their body and their spirit. Teach your children about the ways of God, about the ways of holiness, about God. Love them, how God wants to have a relationship with them. Teach it to them, and then they will be blessed. Your whole house will be blessed. That's Deuteronomy 11, 19 through 21. But anyway, uh, if y'all don't have a church home, we are teaching the word of God at the City of Refuge. We are operating under the Holy Ghost power at the City of Refuge. You are welcome to become a member of our church under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally Sr. We are walking in the ways of holiness. We are the real deal. No form of godliness. Glory to God. Well, my pastor is walking in the power. Oh, the Holy Ghost, glory to God, you are welcome to come. And if you listen to the end, please know that we are having a free uh, community Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving Day from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And you are welcome to come to sit and dine with us, or you can get your plate to go. If you need more information about this, please contact me on Messenger. But anyway, I hope you all have a blessed, blessed day. <laughs>